This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hey, it's Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. And for this episode, we're going to talk about how to maximize the effectiveness of your executive job search. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this, if those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. Okay, so this is going to be a fun episode for me. Um, it's really what I'm doing is I'm going through and uh, taking count, let's say, of the top issues that I am, am finding people are having consistently, the top challenges or mistakes that they're making. So what I, what I did was I, I jotted down five of the top areas that people are coming up short in when it comes to their job search. And, um, you know, what I want to do is go through and talk to you about the mistakes to not make, but also how to flip it and turn it around, pull a 180 and, and get more effective with your job search. So I'm going to go through one through five here. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you're doing some of these, it'll, it'll stick out to you. You'll have an aha moment and you'll be able to, uh, make a change, make a shift in what you're doing and change your habits um, and, and go from there. So let's get into this. So number one is don't apply to online job postings between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Um, and you know, typically don't allocate valuable time to anything like researching companies on the web, submitting your, uh, you know, to job posts online. The bottom line is those are things that you can do after hours. Those are things that you can do um, when you're alone and you can't talk to anybody. Maybe when you're up in the middle of the night and losing sleep or something of that nature, hopefully you're not having that happen to you too much. But uh, I, trust me, I know all too well that it happens every single day for most people uh, who are in between jobs. And so, so here's how I want you to think about it. Don't spend your time between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. doing work that you can do on the off-peak hours. Instead, spend that 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. time, those prime business hours, if you will, on phone calls, following up with people, reaching out to people, building bridges. If, you're, if you are gonna spend that time, do it on LinkedIn where you're actually being very intentional, connecting with people, going back and forth with people, you know, spending those, those hours engaging, doing interviews, doing networking calls, that's when that's when people are going to be available. And so that's when you want to be able to spend your time connecting with people. I know a lot of people feel like, you know, they're not comfortable with the networking component of things. So what do they do? They feel like I'd rather do something than nothing. And so they spend that time doing activity, quote unquote, but it's not productivity, right? So make sure that you are being productive. And the best way to be productive is to spend your time connecting with people because people have the access to the jobs and your ability to find your job is going to be based on your ability to make a connection with the right person at the right time. And that's, it's really that straightforward. So number two um, that I would say is set up a separate email address for all of your job search activities. I can't tell you how many people uh, that I, I talk to and have helped and, and they lose a lot of their efficiency and effectiveness with their job search because 
they are in there being productive, being effective, and then bang, before you know it, we, they, they get an email, um, they get a personal message, um, you know, Facebooking is the same thing. When I say email, I'm talking about avoid Facebook Messenger and all uh, and, and Twitter Messenger and getting on onto these uh, social media sites outside of LinkedIn. Uh, and you even have to be careful about it on LinkedIn. You know, the, the challenge with LinkedIn is it's kind of like the food you need to eat. Um, you, you just need to be there. So you need to be a little bit more disciplined. But we call it browser blackout. I mean, have you ever been on on a website or been online thinking you're going to go on there and do some research and then you look up and it's like four or five hours later and it's dark out and you didn't get anything you wanted to get accomplished and you're wondering where the time went and you just wasted a ton of time on Facebook, on the internet, reading news articles, doing, uh, you know, quote unquote research uh, for whatever's going on and, and you just feel like you weren't effective and then you're beating yourself up because you wasted that time and right it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like it's it's a downward spiral for sure so make sure that you have an email address set up a gmail address it's so easy to do make it professional um you know i can't tell you how many people i've talked to that have unprofessional email gmail addresses that they're using uh that have nothing to do make it something to do with your name maybe uh first initial dot last name if you have to throw a number in there because there's so much competition for your name do that but do a gmail address have access to it you can put it on your phone and make sure you only use that email address for job seeking activities and make sure that during the time when you're when you're working and doing your job search because let's face it if you're in between work your only job right now your number one job i should say is to find your next job so that is where you got to dedicate your time treat your job search like a business handle and, and make sure you're not checking personal email, only your work email, which is the email you set up on Gmail for your job seeking efforts. That goes on your resume, that goes on any documentation that you have, that is what you would use on your LinkedIn profile, all these different things. And we can, we can show you how to change all that if you need help with that. But that is uh, number two, make sure you use a separate email address for all your job search activities. So number three, in alignment with the email address is that if you believe your job search is a business, which you know that we advocate for completely, you should also have a separate phone number for your job search activity. Use this and think about this new business line for important follow-up calls and for interviews. Now, the great part about this is it's really easy to set up a Google phone number. Um, you can set up a Google phone number and and have that ring as a second number to your cell phone. Um, and when you do that, actually, you get a separate caller ID. That way, you know, whenever that rings, it's a, it's a number that you have to answer professionally. And you know that if it rings, I mean, I don't know if you're like me, but I get tons of like spam calls. I get, for instance, I get the Red Cross. Um, it doesn't make me upset or anything because they do amazing work, but I get the Red Cross that blows my phone number up all the time. And they're always calling from different spammy kind of numbers. And so I've just gotten to the point where I don't know who's calling because you get all these random telemarketers calling you, right? And so if it's if that's you, set up a separate number. That way, you're not avoiding phone calls and missing a phone call. That way you're not having to answer calls that you don't want to deal with. If your phone rings and you see a caller ID, you know it's your Google number and you know that if, you've got, if somebody is calling that, they're calling you about an interview. So that is number three. Make sure you set up a separate phone number for your job search that you're using solely and exclusively for your job search. So number four um, is making sure that you make all your follow-up calls 
between the hours of 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. and then 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. And what this do does is, is it helps you avoid uh, voicemail jail, we call it, um, you know, where you get dumped into voicemail, um, you know, during lunch hours when people are taking a break or they're not available. Plus it also, by starting off your day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., it's kind of that eat that frog mentality where you're going out and those are some of the most intimidating, scary, uh, fearful things that people deal with are making those calls, those follow-up calls. So you always want to eat that frog, get the hardest things out of the way first. I know it's hard, but before you know it, you're going to start making those calls. You're going to get in the habit of it and it's going to be easier. You're going to find that you're going to be much more effective and you're going to start getting results. And obviously your, your mindset, your mental state, uh, emotional state, everything is going to, is going to be far, far improved. So number five is make sure that every email address that you have stored in your address book or elsewhere has been notified of your newfound mission for, uh, for your next job, right? For your next generation employment. Don't send a resume, just send a very short, how you doing uh, kind of letter, like reaching out, just kind of like, uh, we call it pinging people, right? So what you want to do is you want to make sure any personal contact you have, whether it's in your email, in your cell phone, in your LinkedIn, in your Facebook, whatever, you want to make sure that you're pinging everybody and letting them know that you are open. Now, uh, you are not, there are good ways and bad ways to do this, but you want to make sure you're not spamming. You want to make sure, once again, you're not asking them to do anything for you. You're not just blasting your resume to them saying, hey, listen, I, I, I'm looking for a job. Here's my resume. If you know anything, let me know or, or keep me in mind. That is absolutely the wrong way to do it. It really has to be a relationship-based thing, and it's a lot of work, but let's face it, what else do you have that's more important to do than find your next job if you're in between things, right? So the other thing I would say to this is so many people, uh, I find, especially at the leadership level, they're used to being the person that is um, the person that people go to for help, right? So you you know if that's you if you're if you're in between jobs right now and you're you're at the leadership level position which uh, I think most people listening that is you um, you're not used to being the one asking for help you're used to be the one that people go to to ask for help right and so it's a bit of a paradigm shift and it's and it could be challenging and I I totally understand that so I would tell you though that you don't have to ask for help straight up in the form of what you're probably thinking about. I, you know, I, you, you don't want to let everybody know that you're desperate because let's face it, desperation is one of the only things that you're not able to sell, um, in your job search. So you want to make sure that you have a certain level of posture, but you want to present things as, is just you keeping in touch with them, you keeping the relationship going, ask them how they're doing, ask them what's going on in their life, ask them how you can help them out. I guarantee when you when you, when you go through that, and we have actually scripts for this in our LinkedIn Networking Academy that, ha that teach you how to reach out to people and different scripts that you can use, uh, different uh, introductions that you can use to your warm market that you haven't talked to in a while, to your really hot market of people that you're really good friends with, how to ask for help from them, and then also how to reach out to cold markets because uh, that there, there's a lot of results that come from reaching out to cold markets. And so you want to make sure that you know, every single person you know is aware that you're looking for a job. It doesn't matter what level they're at. It doesn't matter if they are at the executive level or not. I mean, we've had people who have gotten uh, uh, their next job, high level CEO level job that came from an introduction from um, their, uh, their, the person who does all their dry cleaning, 
right? And so it's, it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it like that. But the bottom line is that person had a good relationship with a person uh, who owned a company and they did all their dry cleaning there. And <laughs> the dry cleaner had a good relationship with each of them, made an introduction and bang, the guy got the job, right? And so do not look past any opportunity, leave no stone left unturned, right? That, that's kind of the mindset. You got to let your ego get out of the way. And, you know, I always kind of say, lead with your heart, get out of your head, get into your heart, uh, try to add value, you know, really care about people. Because when you do that, you're going to be coming from a place of authenticity and people are going to want to help you and want to serve you. And there's no more powerful word than help. You just can't lead with help because that spells of desperation, right? So, uh, like once again, there's a very, uh, there's a very, uh, strategic way of getting that done. So anyway, so those are the five things. Uh, number one, do not waste the 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. time slots on, on uh, wasteless things that you can do during your during the off hours, off peak hours. Use a separate email address as number two. Set up a separate phone number is number three. Make sure you make follow-up calls first thing in the morning and after lunch. Don't do it during lunch. But most importantly, I would say start by eating that frog and making those tough calls. And then number five uh, is make sure that you reach out to your warm network and you connect with everybody that you are connected with in your phone book and your email address on LinkedIn, on Facebook, whoever it is. You just connect with people and, and just start networking, adding value to your warm network because it, the hardest part is starting a relationship. And when you, when you already have a relationship with somebody, it's much easier to restoke the flames than it is to start a new fire, right? And so that's what I would say to you. So I hope that helps. I hope you go out there. I hope you have a blessed, inspirational day. Go out there and crush it. I know it can be challenging, but you got this. And so until next time, I will talk to you soon. Are you tired of struggling with your job search? Are you having a hard time connecting with key decision makers or struggling with knowing how to communicate your brand more effectively? Or maybe there's something else holding you back. Either way, our team is here to help and would love to give you a free 30-minute consult to hear about what you're doing, what you're looking for, and give you some advice on how to get there more effectively. All you have to do is go to www.careernextagency.com and we'll talk to you soon. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.